that sounded as if it came straight from some rugged cowboy movie. Did she need help? Yes, she thought, as a sense of failure tugged at her heart. Her past hadn't been the type that led her to build relationships, and while this hadn't been a long-standing relationship, she'd thought she and Dennis had had something in common. She'd been wrong. Even worse, she'd been weak and consequently blind. Now, because of that uncharacteristic blindness, here she was, alone. She was... she didn't even know where she was, somewhere with a lot of cows and boots and cowboy stuff, in Montana, and talking to a stranger who had witnessed her humiliation. Still, she should be grateful for his offer, and a part of her was, but mostly... She just wanted to escape those two perceptive silver-blue eyes. I... What town is this? Moraine, do you need a lift somewhere? Oh, yeah. Like she was going to get in a car with a stranger. She might have made a rookie mistake where Dennis was concerned, but she'd grown up around some big, bad cities. She'd taken her share of self-defense classes and knew how to behave when approached by unfamiliar men. No, thank you, she said primly. I'm perfectly fine. I know exactly where I'm going and how to get there. I have friends. Which was, of course, a total lie. But, self-defense classes or not, the thought of letting a man so much taller and more muscular than she was know that she was totally on her own in the middle of all this emptiness, if he carted her off somewhere, no one would ever even know she was gone. I have plans, she said more firmly, willing him to walk away so that she could figure out her next step in private. She tried to smile more broadly, lifting her chin and practically daring him to repudiate her words. He studied her for several seconds, frowning all the while. Then he nodded once, turning away. Somehow, despite what she told him, a totally unreasonable part of her resented just how quickly he'd moved on. Maybe because men were not on her nice list right now, especially tall, good-looking men. And, unfortunately, this tall man was gorgeous. He probably had women sending him sexy messages every half hour. Irrational as it might be, it was easy to transfer her anger to him. And then things got worse. When the man moved closer to the door of the store and turned slightly, looking back at her, she was sure she saw pity in his eyes. A groan nearly escaped her. Pity was the worst. Maybe because she'd been forced to choke it down too many times in the past. She narrowed her eyes and pulled herself up to her full five foot three inches. Did you need something? she asked trying to make it look as if she was the one in charge of her life, and he was the one who merited sympathy. He stared at her. She stared right back, doing her best to look totally unaffected by the recent turn of events. Not a thing, he said, as he gave her one last dismissive look and walked away. Immediately, Rachel's anger vanished. No question she was acting ungrateful and being unfair. But then, this whole situation was unfair. Still, 
Self-pity got a person nowhere, and she was used to depending on herself. So she turned and marched away as if she had a true destination in mind, when in fact she hadn't a clue. It was only after she'd turned the corner and realized that she was already almost on the edge of town, with nothing beyond but lots of big yawning stretches of land, that she began to panic. Stop, Rachel, slow down, think, she ordered herself, echoing the words of a favorite teacher. What are the facts? What's the situation? What's the logical next step? Good questions for an impulsive person like herself. Questions she hadn't asked herself when she'd gotten out of the car. The truth was that she had been so shocked when the message and accompanying photo of that scantily dressed woman had appeared on the screen of Dennis's phone that she had simply reacted.